The following recording is from the Land of Yoga Meditation Series by Toby Wallace. For more information, go to landofyoga.com. So tonight's session, the topic is how to meditate, how to practice, why, what to expect, and what to understand. So what is meditation? We'd want to understand what it is if we're going to choose to do it. And most people are doing it to get a result, many results you can get. And if we feel that the results are working, or if we're getting results in the areas that we want, then we'll keep doing it. But meditation is a complex practice. It's a multi-layered practice. It's not obvious always what's happening and what its effects are and its benefits. So if you understand that, if you have an understanding of the nature of the practice, then I think you can be more prepared for difficulties and to understand that it's very much a process. And that's why people will return to it again and again and consider it a long-term practice rather than just a one-off event. So what is meditation? Well, keep in mind that lots of people will have different opinions about what it is. I'll talk generally from a yogic position, especially a Raja Yoga understanding. And the main priority or the main angle is that meditation is all about stopping. In many ways, it's about stopping everything else. So most people's lives are just go, 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 do, 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 get, 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 talk, talk, talk. And it's very constant relentless there's a huge momentum of drama and engagement a constant activity and what that type of life lacks is perspective generally because we're caught up in the dramas and the activities and we're usually driving the events we're caught up in them but we're also trying to force things. We're usually struggling with what's happening. We're also defending against the future and against what is happening in the present also. There's so much energy used in being active all the time, too active and not stopping and not resting and not reflecting. So generally, one of the main benefits of meditation 
is that you stop everything else and you have an understanding of what it means to be still and silent. And then you can have a look at what's happening. So right now, you can have a sense of your own stillness. Wherever you are, here you are now. And you've got an awareness of your body. And if you're not moving it, you'll be able to sense it better, to sense how it's feeling. And just to do that, without doing other things, is the practice of meditation, or one practice, to stop and observe. You can feel your body breathing. And feel how it's a very simple, small movement, the natural breath. So we're bringing our activities down to a minimum. We're not moving, we're not talking, we're stopping. There's great benefit in doing that. Apart from the fact that you're giving your body a rest, but you'll also start to give your mind a rest. Okay, so the other main part of meditation is about awareness. Having awareness of what's going on in your life. This would be the main reason probably that most people meditate. Admittedly, some people meditate for relaxation. And that's a very base level relationship. So if you live a totally obsessive, stressed out life, then you need to do relaxation practices. So that's the least you can get from meditation. But you can go much deeper than that. You can have an awareness of your mind, and that's really useful because that will give you context for everything else in your life and how you receive information. And eventually you can process all your own psychologies, your pathologies, and find the links to being happy. That's much more than just being relaxed. Okay, so awareness. If you take the time to stop and look, what might you see? Well, we can look at our lives. We can look at ourselves, at our situation. We can also start to observe our behaviours and in particular our minds themselves. And if we take the time to look, to become aware of these different things, what will we find? Many things. So let's just see now where your mind's at. Let's just practice for a minute or so stillness observation or meditation 
So you're just lying there, still, and silent, and I'll be silent, and then we just wait, and listen, and watch. And let's see where your mind's at. Just have a look at it. Okay, so there was a successful meditation practice. It didn't involve much. It involved you doing nothing at all other than looking, noticing. So what happens is if we don't stop and take the time to look, then we may actually miss a lot of information about our lives a lot of details around us. People are not good at noticing because they're always thinking. And you could see in that last minute that you were thinking most of the time. And it's good for you to see that and see that in all its forms. So what meditation is really different to is a life of denial. It's the opposite to that. If you want to live in denial of your own behaviours, then you will not want to meditate and you'll find the easiest way to avoid it. You won't like it, you'll give up on it and so on. Because meditation is challenging. It's challenging because you've got to stop and look at your own mind and deal with it. But it's very rewarding or very rich When you start to see how you cause your own problems because of your relationship to events, you can really open up your own life and access freedom. So that's what meditation is really about. It's actually about enlightenment. The enlightenment that comes from not being trapped in your own fears or insecurities and actually being free, but also understanding, clear, and very observant. Have a deep sigh. Gently move to sit up and we'll do a a practice. Sit in a comfortable position, whatever's good for you. It's really important to be comfortable in meditation and just do your best if you have to move then you've got to move so if you can sit up fairly straight 
have an awareness of your posture. You don't have to be obsessive about it, just have an awareness of it. And then close your eyes. So a successful meditation is one where you decide to stop and have a look. That's it. It's immediately successful because you've stopped doing everything else. And if you're quiet and still and just waiting and watching, you'll start to notice more things around you. Sounds, for example. Let's just wait for half a minute and watch the sounds that come and go around you. Okay, so that practice listening meditation, practicing the listening mind, it's a really great technique. You can do that anywhere. You can do that at a bus stop or on a bench or just in the morning sitting in the kitchen. And the more you do that, the more you'll start to notice. You'll get better at noticing and observing because you're not doing other things and you're just listening okay so let's have a look at the mind and let's see how it works in meditation so for two minutes your challenge is not to think all we're going to do is sit for two minutes and not think and notice what's around us you're going to be very careful the noticing becomes thinking very quickly So let's see if you can do it.
Have a deep sigh. Okay, so the sad story is none of us can not think. And in fact, we're thinking all the time. And in two minutes, we're thinking probably 90% of that time, if not 98. And this is a really big turning point for people who begin to practice meditation, is they think that it's about stopping thinking. So you may as well give up on that idea straight away. One thing to understand is, is that in that two minutes, when you were trying not to think, and you were still thinking constantly, don't think that that was any different to every other moment in your day today. You were thinking that much all day. The only difference is that we decided to stop everything else and have a look at it. So it's more confronting because we see it. It's not any different. So you don't have to be put off by the fact that you're thinking the whole time and you can't stop thinking. What we're looking for in meditation is understanding how it works understanding the mind and starting to relate to thinking in a different way. So, the anxious person thinks that meditation is about stopping thinking. They think that way because they feel trapped inside the prison of their own mind. That's an anxious person and all they want to do is escape it. Now, that's not how meditation works. Meditation is not about escaping your mind. It's about looking at your mind, watching it, learning about it, becoming more aware of the context for what's happening. And that will give you great strength and tools for hope, courage, faith, confidence, happiness. Okay, again have a big breath in and a deep sigh. Lie down again, let's have a little rest. So when we learn to understand the nature of our own mind, we're not so confronted by the fact that we think all the time, that we're very anxious because we're worrying all the time. And we really see that, we see the full face of it in meditation because you're stopping and looking at it and you're not letting yourself just talk your way out of your own anxieties. But when you see this and you understand it and you accept it, you can then start to do something about it. And that's really what the practice of meditation is about. Okay, so I'll talk about two definitions in yoga about meditation. There is the state of meditation and there is the practice. The state of meditation in yogic terms, in yogic history, and it's written in many books, ancient texts, the state of meditation is an awareness that is total where you have an awareness of everything at once and you won't be thinking at all. 
And for most people, it's so far out of reach. We shouldn't even spend time really bothering talking about it because it's an unreal expectation for most people to actually access. That that doesn't need to be disappointing, there's still great reasons to meditate. More in a context of Buddhism, there is the practice of meditation. And that is to do meditation practices, such as observing your breath. Try that now. Observe your breath. You can feel it. Watch how your body's breathing. Again, see how your awareness, your attention is very inconstant, inconsistent, distracted. So you'll observe the breathing, then you'll think something, then you might come back to the observation, the awareness, and then you'll think, then you'll feel the awareness, then you'll think. That's okay. It's working. It's really good to take the time to observe your breathing. If you did that a lot, you would learn more about your body. You would certainly learn more about how you breathe. And eventually you would discover that when you are worrying and becoming very intense, your breathing automatically becomes tight and shallow. And when you're very relaxed and calm and trusting and open, your breathing is much more spacious slower, easier. So if you took the time to watch your breath and you did it every day, you would start to learn a lot of things about your physical situations, but also your mental health and the story of what's going on in your life. That's why people practice meditating upon the breath. Well, it's one of the reasons. You could meditate upon compassion. It's a beautiful meditation practice and it engenders really positive inner feeling and also a social, external relationship. And you learn a great deal about yourself and your ability to be compassionate. Another type of meditation is the listening meditation, which we did before, where you're listening to what's around you and you can't be thinking. Every time you're thinking, you're not listening. It's one or the other. You can meditate upon a yantra, which is a geometric design. They're very powerful images and you meditate upon them and you often focus on a a dot in the center of these diagrams. And that has certain effects on your unconscious mind. There are many ways to meditate. Okay, so we're going to do another practice. We're not going to be meditating. We'll be doing a meditation practice. 
If we were in the state of meditation, we wouldn't need to be doing meditation practices. But what we can do is start to slow down a bit. So gently move to a sitting position. Get yourself comfortable. So when we try these different meditation techniques, we get more context for what is meditation, what effects does it have, but also where's my body at, where's my mind at, what's happening. Okay, so sit up straight. Ideally, you're not leaning against anything, leaning against the wall or a chair especially when you're doing breath work. The reason is you won't be able to breathe properly or freely if you're leaning. We want to elevate the lungs. We want to see them expand and contract without being pushed upon. Okay, so let's do slow deep breathing. This is a really great relaxation practice. It's the antidote to anxiety. It's a really good way to slow down your body and your mind. Slow deep breathing, breathing through the nose, slowly in until full, slowly out until empty. Just set the rhythm in place, keep it going, and let the practice, like a tool, start to unwind you, or let your body relax into the practice and give it time to adjust to the slowness and the softness. very soft breathing and silent. You're not constraining the breath, you're not pushing it and you're not sucking it. You're creating space for the body to breathe slowly and deeply. But you can be meditating while you're doing this. And in that way what I mean is observe. Observe your body, observe the space you're in and observe the way you're thinking as you continue with the breathing.
as you're doing the breathing, see if you can be very relaxed, be smooth in your movement of the breath, but also observant. So if you can, your awareness is total. Practice meditation, which means you can feel all of your body as it sits there. You can feel how it's breathing and whether that's smooth or not. You can feel the rhythm of it and you're not distracted away from that feeling. And you're aware of the space you're in. And you're aware of the thoughts that come in and out. If you find yourself drifting away, that's very natural. When you realize, come back to the practice, come back to the focus. Yes, you'll go away. When you realize, you've become more aware and then come back.
Next time you breathe in, relax, have a deep sigh. And straight away, before you move, as a key observation moment, here's your body returning to natural breathing, which is distinctly different from that practice. See how your body's feeling. And just have another look. Take a snapshot of your mind. Where is it at now? How's your mind feeling? And how did that go? You did a meditation practice or a breathing exercise. What effect did it have? What have you learned? This is what meditation is all about. Okay. Gently move to a resting position. Okay, so from a Hatha Yoga tradition or perspective, most people are not ready to actually be meditative. They're far too disconnected from their bodies, far too busy and distracted. So what's really good is to get people to slow down, become more aware of their body, become more aware of their breathing, slow the breathing down, slow the body down, start to slow the mind down, And then you've got a better position to have a really good look at your life. So that practice is really useful. We do it all the time here. If you find that meditation is difficult for you, use a practice like that. You can do that for 20 minutes. It's deeply relaxing. It's a therapy, a deep unconscious therapy. Okay. So what happens when we've got difficulties with meditation? This is the common problem, the obstacle for people, A, in being able to do it and continue doing it, and B, being able to come back to doing it again. So there'll always be difficulties, obstacles, hindrances in life. And meditation is no different to any other experience in your life. And if you learn something new, it might take more than 10 times to become a master of it. So if I learn driving, I'm not put off by the fact that it's not so easy for me in the beginning. It takes time to learn. And so I don't just give up after two sessions. That's one thing. Physical difficulties, when you struggle to sit... So that's an interesting part of it. It's a challenge. And you'll find out how you relate to challenges in your life. Do you freak out and run away at the first sign of pressure? Or do you seek to dominate 
the situation and force your will upon your body, the practice, or other people in your lives? Or can you have the composure to recognize struggle or pressure and just understand with maturity and wisdom that, okay, here's a challenge, here's some pressure. If I'm relaxed about it, let's see what happens. If I just wait and continue, what will I learn? Fatigue is a real issue. Most people are very tired. And if they actually slow down and are still and quiet, they quickly realize they're very tired. So a lot of people fall asleep in meditation. And that's good because people need to rest. So if you sleep the whole time you're trying to be meditating, what's well, good? Okay, let's just have a look again at the mind, your mind. So really meditation is about having a look. That's all. Let's have a look at your mind for a minute. Just watch it. See what it does. See where it goes. Have a deep sigh. In many ways, short meditations are more effective than longer ones because you can actually see what's going on. But if we went more than a minute, you'd just go away and you'd drift off into some story and you'd lose five minutes. So, if we want to have recognition and knowledge and awareness of our mind, short little hits of meditation are quite effective. Okay, so we know we're thinking all the time. We know we're very distracted. We know we're worrying all the time. We know we're very anxious. If you keep looking at this, you'll start to see how you do that. Exactly the certain behaviors that you have that are different to other people's. And then you start to look at your past, your childhood in particular, your psychologies, and then you work out why you think the way you think. That's a very complex discussion and investigation. That takes many years. Most people are meditating for the rest of their life. They're doing it because they're opening up more, learning more, seeing more, getting more information, more context, more knowledge. People who are like that don't give up. Okay, gently move to sit up. 
All of these practices you can do for longer. You could do 20 minutes, you could do one hour, you could do eight minutes, you could do five. You could do one. Every time you take the time to stop and do any of them, you'll probably get great benefit from it. Okay, let's do breath awareness. This is a very common way to meditate. Now we're not doing what we did before, which was slow deep breathing, because that was slowing down the breath. We were changing the breath. What we're doing now is observing the breath without changing it. So you're just watching your natural breath. It's one of the hardest things for a human to do, so don't give up if you find it difficult. At least you're taking the time to not do anything else. So eyes closed is usually a good one for this. Start to feel your body breathing. It will do this until you die. It's just a little bit of movement up and down. But it's more than just your lungs moving. Your stomach's involved. See if you can feel that. Try not to interfere in the natural flow of breath. But don't worry, that's quite difficult not to interfere. Your challenge is to stay aware with this point of focus. Your point of focus is on the breath. You set your mind to this concentration, this area. It's very palpable. It's your body. We know you're going to drift away. The meditation is like a dance. You go away, you realize, you come back. Every time you realize, it's working.
If your mind has drifted, come back to the point of focus, the natural breath, your body breathing. Every now and then check your posture, have you started to slouch, are you squashing your stomach or straining your neck, are you tightening your hands or your jaw, cheekbones, Okay, relax. Have a deep sigh. Gently move to lie down again. The best thing to understand is, is that whatever happened, happened, here we are now. And that's it. It's always very simple. Here I am, I'm alive, I'm breathing. That's the simplicity of the situation. I'm somewhere. My life is happening. Yes, I'm thinking the whole time. That's another part of it. 
how the meditation went doesn't really matter anymore because it's gone. Here we are now. If you apply that understanding to everything in your life, you'll live a totally different life. It'll be a lot easier for you. Imagine if we could live a life where we weren't worried about the fact that it doesn't always go our way or that it's not always perfect. If you explore Buddhism, you can go much deeper into that topic. Now motivation, it's a key part of how this works. We all do the things we want because we want to get the things we want. And we avoid the things we don't like that's the story of our lives. So if you don't know why you're meditating, you're unlikely to keep doing it. So you've got to work out why you're practicing. I know why I'm practicing. Because I really want to slow everything down. Because it's much more peaceful and I have much more perspective and I get less stressed. And I have more awareness and I can see things more clearly, have more understanding, and therefore more trust. I see the wonder in life much more because I slow it all down. And so I would definitely want to keep doing it, and not just once a day. And you've got your own reasons for doing it, and those reasons will change if you continue to do it. It's really good to learn about your own mind and how your own mind is the source of most of your problems. So meditation is the study of one's own mind. And you can extend it. It's a study of one's own life, one's own world. There are many levels. The more you see, the more information you have. And you'll find that you usually won't be running as much away from things. You won't be trying to force things as much if you just take the time to stop and slow down and look at things. In the end, it's all about practice. Forming new habits very different to the ones we normally run with. Normally we run with living an obsessive life Totally anxious, worried, scared, defensive, controlling. I don't like living a life like that. And I don't like imposing my fears onto my friends and family. That's why I meditate. And I know that if I do practice regularly, I change. And my life seems to open up. It seems to simplify my mind becomes clearer. And there's no doubt that when I'm not obsessing, it's much more peaceful. Another thing to understand, this is really important, meditation practice has an effect, not so much at the time, but later. You're putting these little punctuations in your constant moving lives. And the more and more you stop and look, the more you'll start to have a different perspective at other times because you're slowing down more often, you're looking more often, you're noticing more. And three days later, you could find yourself stopping and recognizing 
So don't be goal-based about the practice at the time. It's very much a practice. If you practice guitar, one day you'll be able to play a concert. So you'll get better at this if you keep doing it, like anything. And what you'll get better at is being more aware. And that will help you and everyone who knows you. Okay, relax. A few minutes now, final rest. Have a deep sigh. If you take the time more often to stop, be still and quiet, you'll start to feel like you've got more time in your life. And you don't have to be good at this. It's not a sport, but 
if you keep doing it, you will definitely get better at it. You will see more, you will understand more. And in the end, it comes down to what sort of life you want to have. Okay, relax. Thank you.